In the Park Festival is back in Newcastle, and you could be there watching headliner Rag and Bone Man. We have two pairs of tickets to give away to see Rag and Bone Man on Sunday the 5th of May. He'll be joined by Newcastle-born singer-songwriter and brother to Sam, the hugely talented Liam Fender. To be in with a chance of winning two tickets, just answer the following question. What is the real first name of Rag and Bone Man? Is it Reginald, Rory or Colin? To enter, download the free Durham On Air app for your smartphone or tablet, click on Win, and you could be in Newcastle watching Rag and Bone Man on the 5th of May. Entries close at 11pm on May the 2nd. For full terms and conditions, visit durhamonair.com. In the Loop, a podcast from the heart of Durham. Hiya, and welcome to In the Loop, the Durham podcast. We are on to episode 10 at the beginning of the school summer holidays. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, my kid breaks up the day I'm recording this for you. So a great chance to highlight one or two things happening in Durham in the summer. I'm your host, Emma Hignett. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, you'll find out about a brilliant summer incentive to get us all shopping with the City of Durham's independent businesses, some summer entertainment and a bit of inspiration for the kids and an independent inspired by a TV programme. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Good. Um, but seriously. So not quite the normal formula. The students are away, so no student loop. And I think we've got one item that's part city loop and part independent loop. Um, and then Alice isn't exploring. Alice is talking about uh, something coming up for the kids in August. So I've sort of thrown the rule book out the window and we'll just go for it. Is that OK with you? Good. Before we go any further, though, a big thank you to the City of Durham Parish Council for supporting this and for sharing this podcast for us. Um, it's created in association with Totally Locally Durham, the movement championing the independence that make Durham City different from any other city. So on with In The Loop, and we'll start with the City Loop. Yes, we're calling it that, though it does have a distinct independent loop feel to it. Uh, we've spoken to Paul Howard before. Uh, it's now time to find out about his summer plans to celebrate, uh, raise awareness for and market everything independent in the city of Durham. The City Loop. Do you know what, Paul? You're the first person, I think, to come on this podcast twice. Am I? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Paul Howard oh, of Durham Bid. Um, and this time you're about to launch your big summer independence campaign. So why not get the man whose idea it was and who's tried and tested it i believe to tell us all about it um yeah so it's a campaign that um, that's followed me around the country really it's um it's really to to promote celebrate and promote uh, sorry promote celebrate and market the the independent businesses um in durham city center so we've we've asked all the businesses to get involved um who want to get involved um, and it's basically all they have to do is we provide everything for them they have a stamp uh, stamp card and a collection of stamps so Every customer that comes in, they just need to put a stamp on their card. Um, every customer then just needs to spend um, in three different of the participating businesses to be in with a chance of winning vouchers. Um, so we're giving away a total of three thousand pounds. Wow! Which is is yeah, it's um, it's a decent amount. Um, five prizes every week um, of a hundred pounds. So so people will have a hundred pounds to spend um, with the participating businesses. So um, it's win win really. Nitty gritty, right? Yeah. So me as a shopper, where do I pick up my little card? 
There's all sorts of places across Durham where you can pick them up. So there's a lot of participating businesses. So you could go to the food pits at the Riverwalk. You could go to um, businesses in the market hall. Um, you could go um, pretty much anywhere across town and you will find a business that's taking part. And um, so Mugwump, Discover Durham, Elverton Bailey, um, all of the, you know, the, the local independent businesses that we know and love. And restaurants and cafes as well, I hope. Restaurants and cafes, there's still time for, for businesses to take part as well. We just signed up the Turkish Kitchen on uh, Sadler Street the other day, so they're taking part, which is a great little venue. Uh, Being Social, um, which if anyone's seen, um, their crowdfunder was uh, successful uh, just the other day, um, so they're taking part as well. It's great to see them staying in Durham City, um, and hopefully they'll do well out of it. Okay, so I've got my little card. You know I have to get three stamps yep. from three different independents. Yep. How much do I have to spend a certain amount with each independent? Not at all. No, you can spend anything you like, as long okay. as you're spending money in Durham. Okay. And do those three stamps have to be in the space of a week? No, not at all. If you want to take a couple of weeks, three weeks, if you want to take um, the whole summer to collect your three stamps, that's fine. Um, but you can enter more than once, um, so okay. you can have more chances to win. Okay, so I've got my stamp, my little card and I've got three stamps on it. Where do I go with it then? So there'll be collection points within Durham City itself. You can drop them off at our office in the city. So as soon as you get your card stamped, um, there'll be somewhere very, very local where you can drop it off. Okay, that has answered all my questions. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, I mean, the whole idea is to celebrate, promote, market, as you said, um, the independence. So uh, have you, I know you've tried and tested this elsewhere in the country. What has the impact? been what has been the buzz what has why why do you think i'm going to do it again it's extraordinary really because people want to support the local businesses they want to see local businesses doing well um, and local businesses want you know want, want the customers to come in and walk through the doors and try something new something different and um, so it's it's really it's it's just so helpful in in so many ways to bring people into the city and to to um to have more people walking through the doors of the business and of course, there's no reason why visitors can't take part as well. Absolutely, yeah. And if, if a visitor comes into Durham and, and wins £100, it's a great excuse for them to come back. Precisely. So if you win £100, there is a timeline by which you have to spend it, isn't there? Yeah, we'd like people to spend the vouchers by the 21st of October. Um, so it's all, all fully funded by Durham Bid. The businesses don't have to pay the £100 themselves. We we provide it for them. Um, they don't have to spend £100 in one shop either. They can spread it around the, the businesses that are taking part. So they'll be, they'll be coming out in £10 vouchers. That's absolutely brilliant. So hopefully it sort of all creates, it circles back in, doesn't it? Circular economy. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. And it, it just locks in the spend really locally. So we're putting this out before it goes live. What date does it go live? It will go live on the 25th of July. Okay. Um, so run all the way through till the 31st of August. And if an independent in the city is going, I really should be taking part in this and I'm not, uh, what can they do? Yeah, they just need to get in contact with us as soon as they can because obviously time, time's running out to get the, um, the cards printed. Um, so it's either paulhoward at durhambid.co.uk or telephone 0191384 and do they have to have signed up before the 25th of July? Uh, yes, ideally, yes. Yeah. So if, if people can let us know as soon as they can, because um, we, there is quite a lot of printed material that goes out with it. Okay, that's brilliant. Well, thank you for championing you. independence. Lovely to have your time and to talk with you. And um, 
and we'll push this for you and for the independents as much as we possibly can. Thanks ever so much. So that campaign starts on Monday the 25th of July and goes through to the 31st of August and there are details of participating independent retailers on the Durham Bid website if you go to the events section. Um, or you can go onto their Facebook page and link through from there. Okay? Before we carry on, we'd love to know what you think should be here on In The Loop, your podcast. After all, it's for you. Um, you can email admin at totallylocallydurham.co.uk to get in touch. Uh, and please help us spread the word about In The Loop. Tell your friends to listen in. Give us a like, give us a share, subscribe to make sure you never miss another episode. Um, wherever you found wherever you found the link to this podcast, please share it. Uh, thank you. In advance. Uh, and thank you to everyone who gives us a listen. It's it's the point of doing this, isn't it? Right, onto the independent loop. And I caught up with a trader from Durham's Saturday Outdoor Market. One, certainly a business I know well, and I have to confess, I have shopped with them on several occasions. You'll hear more about that. Um, but I didn't have a clue about their backstory, the inspiration behind Fieldhouse Pottery, the independent loop. So our independent this week, we are talking to Martin, Martin Can from Fieldhouse Pottery, a really regular um, stall on the outdoor market in Durham. That's us, yes. Actually, well, I mean, not so much me on the market anymore because it's mostly my wife, Kathy, who's actually on the market because she's recently uh, now started as a potter full-time wow. rather than uh, part-time. So she is now a full-time potter. And so she's taken over all market duties. So I would imagine that the majority of, of, and this is very much a sort of, I would say, traditional, authentic cottage industry, isn't it? A pottery. Um, yes, it is. It is. I mean, certainly now uh, in the early 21st century, where most pots that people use are designed for, are designed to be mass produced and functional. Uh, so the pottery industry, which really grew out of a requirement to produce pots for people, has now become something which is more artisan in, uh, in composition. And I would imagine, therefore, that your business has a story, a background, a sort of this is how it started kind of story. Uh, well, yes. I mean, maybe like a lot of potters, it started by watching the great pottery throwdown, funnily enough. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's I, not I just, been around that long, has it? Well, I, well I, I don't want anybody to tell me how long it's been around. Maybe it's been around 10 years. I don't really know. But right. I, I first started watching it with Kathy. Uh, and we thought, I mean, I, I found it quite inspiring, actually. I just really, really liked watching it because it was so down to earth playing with mud yeah. uh, and creating beautiful things. And we both looked at one another and said, you know, we should give that a try. So really, we, I mean, we literally started on a kitchen table, bought clay and made stuff. Uh, and I have a scientific background. I'm a, I'm a biochemist by training. So designing and making glazes kind of came natural to me because all of the background to glazing is essentially chemistry. So that was second nature. Uh, and then we moved from there. We were hand building. We realized very quickly 
that you can't get very far without a kiln. So we bought a kiln from a school in Glasgow. I drove up to Glasgow, picked up a kiln, loaded it in the back of the car without damaging the car, which was quite a skill in and of itself. Uh, and then we hand built for a while. And after that, eventually we bought a wheel and, uh, and then we filled the house with pots and thought, really, we should, we're either going to throw these away or try selling them and the rest is history. How fantastic. Now, I mean, I'll be honest with you. My kitchen cupboard is full of your mugs, the ones <laughs> with the um, the Durham knocker. The yeah, Durham yeah, yeah, the knocker. knocker, yeah. And, and, and I think you as a business, I feel at least, have become synonymous with, with that image and those mugs. And, and it, I mean, for me, I love it. I know I've got a friend who saw who had a cup of tea at my place and she was like, oh, where did you get these? And, and they must, surely they're your best sellers. Uh, they definitely are. I mean, it's really nice to hear as well, because when you see them every day and making them, you become um, desensitised to it to a certain amount, to a certain extent. And it's really nice to sort of to chat to people and say, no, these are really nice. Uh, we showed our pots to... Um, so, uh, to somebody on Lindisfarne because we sell in Lindisfarne now as well and they were blown away by the, by the pot so it's really nice when people see it for the first time and see it with fresh eyes so uh but yeah definitely the sanctuary the sanctuary knocker mugs when we put them out they don't last for long we've got I think we've got a jug as well actually the matches yeah so the jugs yeah. are like scenes from Durham we do the journey of Cuthbert from Lindisfarne through to Durham Cathedral and we do a Durham scene one as well yeah so, I mean, anybody who comes to Durham, who's visiting Durham, they've got to come on a Saturday so that they can they can actually find you at the outdoor market. That's correct. Yeah, we're, we're there. Got a regular spot outside Tesco's. <clears throat> or as I should say, now, if you're in Lindisfarne as well, uh, which I know many local people are in Lindisfarne, uh, you can find us either in Celtic Crafts or the St. Aidan's Winery. So where do you go from here? Because you were saying that Cathy um, has now stepped back from her proper job if I can call it a proper job yeah. to be a yeah. potter I mean, full time well I think we were doing it part-time before and it was it was difficult to keep up with demand uh now I'll be honest potting doesn't pay as much as a proper job in inverted commas but we realised that we were at the point that it really was, it's Cathy's passion. Well, it's both our passion, of course. But um, Cathy, she's the maker and she wanted to take it forward as a, as a proper business as well. So she made the decision this year to step back from her job and she's now potting full time. And so we've been able to expand into new markets like Lindisfarne that we would not have a hope of doing before because we just would not be able to keep up with the demand and, and make enough. And the reason why she's not talking today is because she's at the Yorkshire show. She's at the Yorkshire show. And uh, she, has is, she got a stall at the Yorkshire show? Yeah, she's got a, show, a stall at the Yorkshire show. That's four days long. So again, before when she was doing her proper job, we would not have been able to do that. So it opens up a lot of opportunities. Uh, and I mean, there's two parts of it, really. The first part is the joy of making things and also the joy of sharing that stuff with other people. And so with Kathy now potting full time, we can we can do more of it. So, so the final question has to be, are you going to go and compete on the great pottery throwdown? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, you'd have to ask Cathy. I don't think I will, because I can't pot. I'm a, <laughs> I do glazing, you see. 
So we split our roles. Kathy does the potting and I do the glazing. They're very different skill sets. Uh, the people they have on the pottery throwdown uh, do both, but don't get me started on the technical details of what they do because there's, um, well, put it like this. Uh, the kind of glazing that I do, I do a lot of glaze design, whereas on the pottery throwdown, and I'm not demeaning anything that they do by in any shape or form, but they tend to be sort of out of the bucket glazes they're provided with, whereas we do glaze design as well. So we have very different skill sets, which I don't think would suit us to the great pottery throwdown, but won't stop you from watching it and enjoying every minute of it. <laughs> but you don't want too many people to be inspired by it and set up in competition. Well, it's funny, actually, because I do occasionally people come by the stall and they say, oh, you know, I do potting as well. And you'd be surprised at the number of people who started through that programme. The people we, the, uh, the chap, Bill in uh, Sedgefield Pottery Supplies, who now retired, um, we bought our wheel for, said he could tell when a series of pottery throwdown had come on the TV because of the interest in his store. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tag them when I when I publish this podcast and see if it gets shared. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, Martin. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. So, yes, the great pottery throwdown has a lot to answer for, and I have tagged them. So... Will we get a share from them? Will we get any comment from them? Who knows? We're letting the students off for this month, uh, largely because they are off, enjoying their summer holes, whatever they're doing this summer. And the city of Durham has a different feel, doesn't it, at this time of the year? At uh, this time of the year, it's more tourists, hopefully more families, hopefully more locals. And this brings us to Alice Explores, because Alice has not been sent out to explore for something new, but is instead here to tell you all about a family-friendly event which is back in the heart of Durham in August this year. It's called Durham Children's Book Festival. Alice Explores. So, Alice, you're not exploring this month. I'm you not are, exploring. You are looking ahead because... Uh, you, well, first of all, congratulations on your promotion at work. Thank you very much. So you are now, which bit comes first, marketing or admin? Marketing comes first, yes. So you're now Durham Markets, marketing and administration manager. <laughs> yes, it's a bit of a mouthful, I know. It is, it is. Ma'am, we'll call you, marketing, administration, <laughs> manager. I'm just going to call you ma'am. Ma oh, marketing and, I mean, ma'am. Um. <laughs> That's it. So, ma'am. Um, but part of your uh, marketing and event organising is the means that this year the what was last year the Durham Children's Book and Fun Day comes back as a two day children's book festival this year. Yes, we're into a fully fledged festival now, which is absolutely amazing. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Your little baby has grown so it quickly into, into a two-day toddler. It has, it has. It's um, it's it's going it's it's going to be absolutely bonkers, but brilliantly <laughs> bonkers. I would I would say there's absolutely everything going on everywhere, and we've we've got uh, we've got a couple of um, familiar faces. We've got a couple of um, brand brand new bits and pieces coming to the festival this year as well. So it should hopefully, fingers crossed, be a very good event. So let's start with the dates. 
Yes, the dates are um, the 24th and 25th of August, which is a Wednesday and a Thursday. So it's the it's the back end of the school holidays as well. So for so for parents who are looking for free things to do, um, so, so can I just make that clear? Not three, as in one, two, three, three, as in F R W. Yes. <laughs> Yes, no, the, the festival um, is completely free of charge. Um, so there are lots of fabulous free activities um, that will be going on in the city centre over those two days. Um, we've got lots of children's entertainment. There'll be lots of workshops. Um, and we've even got um, we've got the the new chill out zone as well, which is a which is which is a fantastic addition this year as well well let's start with the chill out zone and yeah. then we'll get then we'll get to the highlight in the uh, authors and illustrators <laughs> marquee yeah. so so the chill out zone is in saint nick's church in two yeah. areas one bit is upstairs yeah. one bit is behind the cafeteria area. it is it's in the it's in the saint nick's cafe area so you you walk through the church the church itself and it's um it's the the church it's it's just kind of, um just around the back of, of the main church so yes we've uh, as well as taking over the marketplace we've been very kindly allowed to take over to St Nick's as well um and and this is going to have loads of family friendly ideal for all children children who want yes. a little bit quieter children who just maybe want to sort of engage on their own it's going to be have something for everyone Yes, it is. It's, it's got something completely for everybody. Um, the downstairs area is um, is wheelchair accessible. Um, we've got a fantastic group of authors um, and um, traders who have, will create a fantastic experience for, for children and their families. Um, we've got lots and lots of sensory story themed activities, which children can en engage at just throughout the day um they'll be ongoing from 10 a.m till 4 p.m they'll be able to dip in dip out um and just kind of come in and access um just how however they like for how for however long as well so we've got um i think war warnings though there could be that i think there's certainly one in particular that might potentially be a little bit messy um but it will be it'll be fabulous fun had by all I think um, and then we've got up the stairs and there'll be even even more in the upper hall as well. I do wonder if if it's as hot then at the end of August as it is at the end of July everybody will be in there. I think so it is lovely and cool which is a great thing. So and then in the marketplace there is the pièce de résistance the main yeah. uh, show area. There which is, is the authors and illustrators tent yeah yes yes so, so what the hope is for so that is where we'll have uh, you won't be able to miss it um uh, and in that marquee we will have hopefully there'll be four slots every day um where there will be northeastern authors authors and illustrators who are coming in to do workshops um based around their stories, based around uh, lots of fantastic bits and pieces. Um, and they, they'll normally be around, I'd say, an hour, um, an hour slot, which again includes um, time for 
children to participate in the workshops, but also time if you wanted to chat to chat to the authors, get your book signed. Um, so there's lots of time for that as well. Um, but the great thing about that is all of all of the authors and illustrators are are local. So you never know. Really? You may, um, we've got um, we've got Kylie Dixon. She hails from Seaham. We've got authors from Durham. We've got authors from County Durham. Um, it's just going to be absolutely fantastic. And we've got there's a, a little bit of something for everybody. We've got a lot um, for early years. We've all and we go all the way up to young people as well with um, our author uh, Miles Nelson, who writes for. Young, for young people, yeah, for teens. Yeah, brilliant. So I suppose it's just a bit of inspire, getting inspired before you go back to school, getting inspired at the end of the holidays, just giving you something to look forward to in those last weeks or so before school starts again. Yes, I think one of the, the lovely kind of inadvertent themes that we, we have is there's, there's a, it's, it's going to be two days of positivity, lots of I think show, showing children what what is what is possible um, because all of these authors have come have come from the local northeast area and they've all gone on to to achieve sort of their dreams um, that uh, some are uh, a little bit further along their author authorly road that, than others but they're all actually going out there and achieving their dreams and they know that they're very keen to kind of pass on this sort of enthusiasm uh, to their to their um, to whoever comes along and just show them what is possible and then you'll be able to go into the to the world of either uh mushroom marvelous with kylie you'll be able to go um sort of into the world of snorp go and do a bit of sci-fi with tom and just kind of sit you'll be able to to listen hear do it'll be absolutely fabulous brilliant so reminder of the dates 24th and 25th of august Wednesday the 24th and Wednesday and Thursday the 25th yeah <laughs> from 10 a.m till 4 p.m and for details about what the events are what time specific that kind of thing head to head to we've either got our Facebook page which is at children's books Durham um there's also more information on the Durham markets page which is durhammarkets.co.uk forward slash event um and there is also an Instagram page. Instagram is at Durham Children's Book Day. Because when we set it off, it was a day and now it's two days and I, I can't know. change. I, I can't know. change. I know. Can't, can't change the uh, the handle of it. So it's good. <laughs> but yes, we'll have free face painting. There'll be don't come and see some creepy crawlies. There'll be just so much, so much to do. So much to do. It's all completely free. Um, so yes, please. Please come along and see us for what should hopefully be a wonderful two days. Brilliant. And of course, details and links for Durham Children's Book Festival are in the show notes. It really is a lovely, family-friendly event in the city centre at the end of the summer holes. Uh, I'll be there on the day. Hopefully you will too. On the days, I should say, I'll be there on both days. Hopefully you will too. Thank you to Alice. Thank you to everyone who's given me their time. As always, thank you to them. Uh, this month, we've uh, we've taken some time from Paul Howard, from Durham Bid, and from Martin Can, whose wife, Kathy, you'll find on the Saturday Outdoor Market in Durham. Their business is Fieldhouse Pottery. 
Thank you to you for tuning in to In The Loop, the Durham podcast with me, Emma Hignett. The show notes have all the links from our guests and what they're up to. And finally, do me the favour, please spread the word, like and subscribe to the podcast. Spread it far and wide. If you have any ideas about what we should be talking about, who we should be talking to, should we be talking to you? Email us, admin at totallylocallydurham.co.uk. And that's it for now. As we head off into the summer holidays, have a great summer holiday at home. If you're going away, have a great summer holiday away. And... um come back soon for the next oh if you haven't listened to all the back episodes listen to all the back episodes of in the loop and there'll be another one before too much longer bye you're locked in a strange room time is against you you need to get out and there's only one way to do it have you got what it takes to discover the clues, solve the puzzles, and escape before the clock runs out? Then step into Escape Rooms Durham and see if you can unravel the mystery of Mr. Borrowdale's study or steal the formula in the lab heist. Escape Rooms Durham is the perfect challenge for families, friends, colleagues, and birthdays. Find out more at escapedurham.co.uk. Then come and escape from Escape Rooms Durham on Sadler Street in Durham City Centre.